0: Welcome to the Badass Breastfeeding Podcast. This is Diane, your lactation consultant.
1: And I'm Abby, the Badass Breastfeeder. And today's episode is brought to you by Milkify. Milkify is the concierge breast milk freeze-drying service that transforms your frozen milk into convenient pouches of powder that lasts for three years on the shelf. And today's episode is also brought to you by the Motif Luna Breast Pump. The Motif Luna Breast Pump is covered by insurance and proven to provide more milk in less time. We will hear more from our sponsors later, but you can always head to badassbreastfeedingpodcast.com and check out our sponsor page. See if you can give them any of your business because they make this podcast possible. And while you're there, scroll down and enter your email address and we'll send you these episodes straight to your inbox every week. And, well, or your spam folder. <laughs> I don't have any control over that. Whichever um, one. You know, yeah, wherever you can just it goes. check. Uh, and uh, also check out our shop page with all of our awesome merch. And we are on Patreon. Please join us on Patreon. We are having a blast. We are uh, sharing mini podcasts, extra ad-free episodes, live Q&As. And there are various benefits um, of each tier. Um, We're having a lot of fun and we really wish that you would join us there. Um, Most recently, I'm having a hard time keeping track, but I'll just say we've had Molly M, Elizabeth C, Angela H join us. And uh, we hope that you will join us, too. You can uh, check the link that is right under this episode to check out all the um, benefits. And we're still hosting that ongoing giveaway. If you leave a review anywhere, send us a screenshot and your address and we'll send you a goodie bag of stickers and cards and such. And uh, now, Diane, is our review of the week. Oh, you can send that to Badass Breastfeeding Podcast at gmail.com.
0: Okay. Now Now we have our review of the week, which, you guys, it's only a two-star review. Oh, God. So, I'm sorry. <laughs> I de- this is one. This is one that I definitely think we need to talk about chest feeding. Women have come f- too far to start letting terms like this slip into podcasts for breastfeeding oh, women. Whatever, bye. So, this is something that I that comes up and people need to realize being inclusive there's nothing wrong with being inclusive.
1: If you and, I still got this is the badass breastfeeding podcast. This was named after the badass breastfeeder which was a blog that I named, you know, 11 years ago. Right. Being I inclusive
0: Right. Being inclusive means you can say what you want, right? Like you get to include mm-hmm. who you want, you say what you want. Being inclusive does not mean getting rid of terms. It means we're adding in these terms. It means we're including everybody. I mean, we also say partner because we're honoring the fact that not everybody is a male female relationship or not everybody is married. So we also add in partner and there's that's being inclusive as well. So being inclusive,
1: I just I feel like think we don't even say chest feeding that much. We, we don't really don't. It so much it must as have as been an older
0: episode, it. maybe. Yeah. I don't know. But I mean I'm. I mean, if people have a problem with it, like it is what it is, you know. Like, there's nothing wrong with being inclusive and adding in all the people. It doesn't mean Not you have only to use is that there term. nothing wrong
1: with it, it. Is absolutely necessary. It is absolutely it is. necessary. It's what's happening. Get on board. That's just it. We're we're including people. We are trying to bring breastfeeding information to absolutely everybody and or as many people as we and me and Diane possibly can.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: so you know. I mean, that's yeah. all I, have. I don't, have, I don't have any of, other things, anything else to say about
0: that. No, but I just want to make sure that that was pretty clear. And I mean, that was it. That's all I wanted to talk about with that. Um, but I do appreciate the reviews and we always do. And which is mm-hmm. why we like to talk about both sides of the reviews. So thank you very much for that. And I don't know if that person's listening or not. Um, but we do still do the giveaway. So definitely send us screenshots. It could be a star. It could be any of those things. And we will send you stickers and nursing and public cards and all of that cool stuff. And today we are going to talk about the new PUMP Act, which was a long time coming. Finally came. Yeah. Now, I don't know if you guys remember that like months ago, we did an episode. It was almost a year ago now where like everything was shitting the bed. Like we had, it was like the beginning of, or we were like really deep into the formula shortage. And there was like the AAP came out with something saying that everybody should breastfeed oh, to yeah. age two. And then right. nobody, and then the pump law didn't pass. And yeah. like all of this stuff happening. And we did an episode like, what is going on? Like, what is going on? We have all this stuff working against us. But then the AAP says, hey, why don't we all breastfeed for longer? Right. So it
1: was like, (laughs) read the room. You should really breastfeed for longer, but also we're not going to give you any more time off. We're not going to give you any insurance covered, you know, lactation consultant information. We're not going to change the way hospitals work. We're not going to do anything that would address any of the issues about why you haven't been breastfeeding longer. Right.
0: And then... Miraculously, the pump law or the pump act did pass um, and it passed at the end of the year. So if this is something that you haven't heard about yet um, or, you know, this sounds new to you or whatever, or you're like, what the heck is that? Or maybe you feel like it doesn't apply to you and it might not, but you never know. Someday it might, or it might apply to somebody that you know that you can pass this information on to. So, this is, and this is really important because this is something that we worked really hard for and it is going to be helpful to people. So, basically, basically, the PUMP Act, what PUMP stands for is providing urgent maternal protections for nursing mothers. That's what the name of the act is. And this is, this was passed to close some of the loophole, loopholes to the original act, which was passed in 2010. So we recognize that they did pass a law in 2010 to allow, allow, in quotes, um, nursing mothers to pump their milk at the workplace. But there was a lot of problems with that law. Like there was just a lot of things that were left out. And this is to close those loopholes. So one of the things... The 2022 Pump Act almost entirely closes the coverage gap that left one in four women of childbearing age without federal protection of their right to break time in a private space to pump during the workday. So it isn't even just like, oh, okay, we give you time to pump. You're not going to get time to pump. Because a lot of people say, I can pump, but it's not covered for me. Um, I have to stay late in order to make up the time or whatever. There's people that still don't have a place. Or they still aren't acknowledged to even be able to pump in their workplace. So one in four women were left out of the original act. One in four. Like, that's a lot. So this expands the legal right to receive pumping breaks in private space to nearly 9 million more workers, including teachers, registered nurses, farm workers, and many others. This also makes it possible for an employee to file a lawsuit against an employer that violates the law. Um, Before the pump act became the law, anyone that was like left out or maybe that were bothered or didn't have a space or were told to go pump in the bathroom or whatever, we're not able to seek. They weren't able to really suit. Like you could, there's no, there was no repercussion for that law. Like what good is a law if there's no repercussion to it?
1: Yeah. Right. I mean, and that's, that's, that's similar with a lot of the breastfeeding things too. Like it's on like, yeah, you can breastfeed, but there's no, I think they call it enforcement provisions, right? There's no, there's no, There's nothing you could do about it if it's not being respected.
0: Right. And now you can. And we're going to get to that point, part two. But now you can do that. Um, So now, who who is protected by the Pump Act? Oh, and it also, I'm sorry, I left this part out, clarifies that pumping time counts as time worked when calculating minimum wage and overtime if an employee is not completely relieved from their work duties during the pump break. So that's big, too. Um, the PUMP Act, with the PUMP Act, nearly all workers are now covered by federal lactation break time and space requirements. So one of the things that I definitely wanted to mention is um, what rights do lactating employees have under the law? And under the break time for nursing mothers law and as updated by the PUMP Act, employers of all sizes are required to provide a reasonable amount of break time and a clean private space for lactating workers to express milk for up to one year following the birth of the employee's child. The pumping space cannot be a bathroom and these protections apply regardless of the employer's gender. So this is different because in the old law, it stated that if you had 50 fewer than 50 employees you didn't have to cover that now they're saying you do so this is an important this is important because your employer might not realize that that changed your employer might not have any concept that this is a different law
1: they probably don't because they're not paying attention to the laws anyway i mean they yeah you know a lot of times if if there are a situation and you bring the law to the attention of your employer. That's the first time they've heard of it.
0: Exactly. Um, it does say here, employers that have 50, fewer than 50 employees are covered by the law and must provide break time and space. However, there's always a however, right? Yeah. However, they may be excused from complying when providing the required break time and space would impose a significantly difficult or expense called an undue hardship. Undue hardship is extremely rare. In almost all situations, employees with fewer than 50 employees must provide the required break time and space.
1: But see, this leaves it open for employers to, because this is subjective, right? Mm -hmm. This is all subjective and this is what leads to employers abusing this.
0: Yeah. So I don't know. And this brings up a good question that like, Cause I've had situations where people would say, like, I work in a gas station, I'm the only one there during my shift. Yeah. What am I supposed to do? Right. Or I work in a daycare and I'm the only person in this room. I'm the only person, which I think that's against some other kind of rules because but- I don't know how you could be <laughs> yeah. the only person in the you know, in with an aged child room or whatever. You probably right. yeah. separate them by rooms or whatever they do. Yeah. Yeah. Um I don't know. Like, do you apply for an undue hardship? Do you just say we have an
1: undue hardship? Like, h- I'm how does sure that sure you even work? just say it. I'm sure you just say it. Like, do you
0: say to the employer, to your employee, we have a hardship here. You can't yeah. go. And
1: then, right. then you know have, what? Yeah. You,
0: then you file some kind of thing. But mm-hmm. this is like, it does, it leaves you kind of open for that. But now at least we know that they can't say, oh, we have, you know, less than 50 employees. Too bad. You have to figure it out. You have to figure it out. That's just the way it is. Like, we have to allow, we have to allow this. It's a law now. And now it's a law to the fact that you can actually, like, file some kind of,
1: you know. And then they'll decide in court if it's truly an undue hardship and all that. But that's also, like, that's also, then, then you have to go through, like, then you have to go through that while you're also working and trying to figure out pumping and trying to give your baby breast milk. Now you're yes. going through a court thing. It's
0: and ridiculous. who can afford
1: a lawyer? I mean, not very many people. No, I know.
0: Well, and there's also things like um, the ACLU and stuff like that, that they're, you know, chomping at the bit to be able to cover this kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, but when does the PUMP Act go into effect? That goes into effect April 28th of this year. So this is coming up. And... Seriously, like if you are somebody who works in a place where it has not been allowed for you to pump there for some reason or another, or they don't have a space for you, there's a hundred employees there, but they don't have space. And they say, use this room today, use that room tomorrow, use this over here, you know, whatever. That's not okay anymore after April 28th. They can't do that to you anymore. So this is something that needs to change in your employer's space, at your employees, you know wherever you go to work every day.
1: Yeah. So if you're in this situation, you bring it to their attention now and say, this is coming up and this is, because the whole point of this, of this not going into effect immediately is to give employers time to adjust Mm -hmm. and figure it out. But they're not going to, if they don't know about it. And I guarantee you, your employer doesn't know about it. And you know, now you have to bring it to their attention. Exactly. Again, because you probably already did. If you're if you're having this fight,
0: I mean, and if you're somebody who is comfortable with the way things are, then just let it be, you know. Because there's, I I definitely have a lot of, or have talked to a lot of teachers or nurses. You know, this for I don't know why, like teachers and nurses, man, they get screwed at every turn. I swear to God, like (sighs) it's just nothing seems to like count them in, and. I am saying that because, I mean, I'm in New York State where supposedly we have like this great maternity leave, which is a huge fabrication because we really don't. (laughs) So their maternity, the maternity leave here is like, you know, they give you three months and it is, you know, they do give you some paid leave, whatever. But they allowed, with one of these magical loopholes, they allowed certain employers to opt out of offering this Mm -hmm. and you know who opted out all of the state employee unions and stuff (laughs) like that yeah so now we have this state we have this nation or this you know new york state maternity leave where the state employees can't get it so we're talking like teachers um anybody who works in a union county employees city employees like all of those people do not have access to this maternity leave. So and now teachers don't have access half the time to being able to pump because nobody, they don't have anybody to watch their classroom, especially the elementary teachers where your kids are in the room with you all day, every day. Unless you have like a co-teacher or something, how are you supposed to make that work? I mean, they do. They're amazing because they always figure out a way to make it work. And a lot of times they say, I pump in my classroom and that's fine with me. I don't mind when my kids are at like art class or gym class or wherever they're doing. Mm -hmm. Um, I'll power lunch, I'll pump in my classroom. And they're fine without fighting that battle to get a, a specialized room for themselves. And if that works for you, then that's amazing. That's great, leave it the way it is. But legally, they're supposed to have a room. And if they say, sorry, we don't have space, legally they need to find space in that building to make you a room
1: knock down that wall and build a wing
0: there's something to do you've got you've got to find a spot I don't care if you clean out a broom closet you've got to find a spot like that's just the way it is
1: yeah and like a private spot because I can't tell you I mean we can talk more about this after the break but there's uh, just people I have a couple stories let's take a break oh okay cool (laughs) Um, yeah, we'll be right back with a couple after a couple of our new sponsors. Yeah. Milkify is the concierge breast milk freeze-drying service that transforms your frozen milk into convenient pouches of powder that last for three years on the shelf. Milkify's patent-pending contact-free process allows them to safely freeze-dry each bag of milk individually, without ever touching your milk. That means each bag of frozen milk will become its own pouch of powder, and Milkify will even save any notes you wrote on the bag and print them onto the pouches. To make a bottle, just add water or sprinkle onto solid foods for a nutritional boost. Research shows that freeze-drying retains the nutrients, probiotics, and immune factors in your milk and can even help remove the bad taste from high-lapase milk. Freeze drying with Milkify not only helps you take back your freezer and extends the life of your stash, it can also help with travel, moving, and going back to work. Send them a message on Instagram or visit their website at milkify.me, that's M I L K I F Y.me, and mention the code BADASS for $25 off of your first order. Is that how you say that? Me, dot me? Or is Mm -hmm. it dot (laughs) me? I I I just make things up. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Are you in search of the perfect pump for your breastfeeding days? The Motif Luna breast pump is covered by insurance and proven to provide more milk in less time. The Motif Luna is lightweight, sleek, quiet, and customizable, so you can quickly find what works best for you and your baby. The Luna also features a backlit LCD screen, built-in nightlight, closed system, quiet motor, and an auto shutoff. And the battery power model gives you even more freedom and flexibility with a rechargeable battery that lasts over two hours. In a third-party study, five out of six moms reported more milk in less time than the leading pump brands. The expe- the. Expression mode works to express milk from the breast as efficiently as possible, while the massage mode would stimulate letdown by mimicking baby's natural nursing pattern. Get ready to make your pumping days easier with the Motif Luna. Head to Motif Medical, that's M-O-T-I-F medical.com and use code BADASS. Is it BADASS? Oh, no. Here. Here was, this was a confusion the other day. I think it's, no, it's not. Okay. <laughs> Bear with me. BABF23. So Motif Medical promo code is BABF23. And you will receive 15% off of your purchase. And all of our sponsors and the correct promo pro- promo codes are in the show notes uh, under this episode wherever you're listening from and also at badassbreastfeedingpodcast.com. You will also find over at badassbreastfeedingpodcast.com all of our other episodes and information about scheduling your very own one-on-one online lactation consultation with Diane.
0: Absolutely.
1: Okay. So, I have a friend here in Chicago and I haven't talked to her about talking about this, but I think she has very much wanted to. So I'm going to go ahead and say I can. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I, it's, it's important where she works. And I don't know if I should say where she works. I maybe don't know. Not. I don't know. It's an extremely male-dominated field. Uh. Extremely male-dominated. Think of the most male-dominated field you can maybe think of. and that's what she does um and she is has been battling with them forever to be able to pump <sighs> and she is just getting you know they don't care they are you know being just outright rude and um she, uh, she has nowhere to go. You know, they keep telling her to go in very, um, different places. And she has been dealing with like lots of mastitis because of the things that she needs to wear to do her job. Um, and she's like told to go into these rooms where people are just kind of coming in and out. Um. And anyway, so she's consulted with an attorney um, and all of this stuff. But anyway, she's just like having a horrible time. And this is the kind of situation where like, I'm sure that this, that these, that the employer would be very easily, easily able to say, you know, giving her this. Pumping breaks and stuff is is undue hardship. Um, but it's just terrible. Mm-hmm. Like, she's trying to do her job. She shows up to her job every day. All she wants to do is get the milk out of her boobs so that she doesn't have to have mastitis. And she, and it's like, how, yeah, it doesn't. It's so frustrating. And I, and I wonder, and I wonder now not to, I feel like I'm just being like the Debbie Downer of this episode (laughs) because like, because laws pass sometimes and I just roll my eyes. I'm like, "Uh uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. There's a law passing. Okay. Because there's so many times where it just doesn't matter, you know, like they, that employees just still, employers still just give people such a hard time. And on top of it, um, if even if they're even if they are kind of you know giving you um, space, then they could just they can just make your life miserable. You know, I have a comment here from somebody I made under our you know, we did a return to work episode a couple weeks ago and mm. I posted it on Facebook. And Amanda shared her story and she said I could uh, share it. So she says, what I was not prepared for was having to basically fight with my managers on a daily basis to get breaks to pump and then being, being so absolutely shitty to me. The stress of it all ended up affecting my supply and I had to stop before I was ready. She says, what makes it worse is both my direct manager and my director, she's a nurse, are both mothers. And I know for a fact, one of them breastfed. And for them to be that petty and difficult was so disheartening. It got to the point that I ended up contacting an attorney. But before the case could go anywhere, my, messi- my supply had already dropped so much that it was pointless. America is <sighs> not designed to support mothers in any way, especially when it comes to that. And even when I was able to get my brakes to pump, I had to go from my department on the first floor all the way to the lactation room on the fourth floor. Halfway across the building. Mm. And, you know, it's just. Right. It's this. We are just like she says, we are not set up for this. No. And this is like this comes
0: up actually in one of the things that I had um, found about this new law. According to a data set of recent breastfeeding discrimination cases. Some of this has people have followed this to court. So don't feel like this has not happened where people haven't gone to court for this. Oh, yeah. 74% of cases involved claims of economic harm, and 63% of cases resulted in job loss through firing or resignation. Similarly, the lack of breastfeeding protections has led to sexual harassment in the workplace, which in turn undermines women's economic security. For example, a mother from Rhode Island who was pumping in the workplace was forced to listen to male coworkers make inappropriate comments about her breasts through thin walls. So Ew. like this I know. They're not nobody's supposed to give you a hard time. That's part of the law. They're not supposed to harass you. And harassment isn't just sexual harassment. Harassment is if people are giving you, "Oh, you have to go pump again." Why do you have to go pump again? You know, like this is they're not supposed to that's not supposed to be happening.
1: It's the not only way to be this happening is happening at all.
0: No, it's not. Ever about anything. Um, the one of the other things here, and this is unbelievable to me. So the law, the old law, how I said, you know, one in four women of childbearing age, that equated to nearly nine million working women. So because of this break time law failed to cover approximately one in four working women of childbearing age or nearly nine million working women. According to the Economic Policy Institute, this includes more than one million black women. 976,000 Hispanic women, 825,000 Asian women, more than 6 million white women, and 185,000 women of other races. A lot of people that are not able to pump milk for their baby
1: at work. Yes. And then swoop in the recommendations to breastfeed even longer. Right. Exactly. which, Which science supports. You know, like the, you know, when you make health recommendations, you're just making health recommendations. That's the job of these agencies. Like, no hate on them. But like, it's like, yeah, okay, yeah. All right. We believe it. Sure. Okay. Let's do it. Yeah. All right. But there's all kinds of other things going on. And speaking of going to court with your employer, who the hell wants to continue working at a place once you took this place to court? Right. And it's like, and okay, that's, we're going to court. I'm going to fight for my right to pump. And then you, then you like, win. And then you're supposed to go back to work there. And, like, I mean. Yeah. And that's, so this one
0: here, this is a story kind of um, almost like the one you just read from what was Amanda, the one that posted it on, on the Facebook page. Yeah. Oh. In addition to improved economic conditions, the PUMP Act will also contribute to positive maternal mental health outcomes. Both research and anecdotal evidence shows that breastfeeding discrimination and the lack of protections in the workplace negatively affect maternal mental health. For example, a 2014 federal court case, a construction worker in New York, again, New York who's supposed to have good laws, was forced by her employer to pump in a makeshift bathroom while her coworker served as a lookout. This situation was so stressful, (laughs) right? This situation was so stressful that she decided to stop breastfeeding her child earlier than she had initially planned. And more generally, a recent study indicated that rooms to support breastfeeding improve emotional well-being. Fortunately, breastfeeding women who experience stress are more likely to suffer from breastfeeding related infections, including mastitis. So this is that kind of thing. Like if you're not going to, we don't want to take our... our. Employer to court, so right. you end up stop breastfeeding before you want to,
1: well, yeah, but I mean most people do most people that's why the breastfeeding rates drop off so drastically at like six weeks, three months because that's when people go back to work mm-hmm. and it's usually not a place that is even even if you have a perfect situation, and I didn't end up going back to work, but I was going to go back to a perfect situation, and I've talked about it before my 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 supervisor brought it up to me before I even had the baby. You know, I was pregnant. She was like, all right, where are you going to pump? And I, but I had my own office. I had like a bathroom right next to my office. And, you know, she was going through this whole thing. Like, you know, you can just pump in your office. So, I mean, like, you know, you know, if you're a construction worker, you don't have an office. So I had a private office where I was going to be, you know, alone. And and a, a bathroom that was going to be, um, cleaned out just for me. She was going to clean out the refrigerator and have a shelf that was just for my milk. I mean, there was no way where it, that it could have been more perfect. And still, it was going to be stressful because you're pumping and you're away from your baby and you're working as a new parent and like the in a perfect situation it is still an extremely extremely stressful. And then you add on, you know, a not a perfect situation and like I mean, I, I I would quit. I would quit pumping too. I don't think I would bring my employer to court. I think right I now. would just quit. Right. I would just say, Nah, forget it. And this is and too that's much. A,
0: yeah, and that's another thing. This says it's like retainment is terrible. It's Like, do you want to keep your employees, or do you not no, want to I keep mean, your employees? I'm saying I
1: would quit my. I would quit pumping. Oh, you would quit pumping. I thought you I maybe would quit like pumping. Quit most people can't just yeah. quit their jobs.
0: I know. Yeah, most
1: people can't just quit their jobs. They're like, I mean, I was able to not go back to work because of the situation. You know, because we we're privileged enough to have um, the ability to do that. But most people don't have that, and that's why most people don't quit their job. They end up quitting the pumping. Mm-hmm. But speaking of employee retention, what is harder for an employer: hiring and training new employees, or finding a fucking Pump room for someone. Right. Exactly. Who already wants that job and is there. I mean, the people are not thinking. No. No. They are not thinking clearly. Like if you want to retain your employees and we live in this horrible system, make it so that they can pump. Make it so that they can do it's gonna save you money and resources.
0: It's just it's ridiculous. But if you want to, like if you If you want to follow up, if you want to look into putting some kind of action behind this, you know, if you're really having a hard time, this, the the Department of Labor is responsible for enforcing the law.
1: Yeah, and I would say, like, like I said, like I said, I wouldn't, but like if you would and you can, please do. This is
0: the only way this stuff because is going to ever get gonna, changed.
1: Exactly. Exactly. It's the only way we're going to be able to push through this because we already know we're not going to change this capitalist system, right? I mean, I think we're probably here for now, at least. <laughs> so, we need to like be, you know, fighting for these very little things to make it easier. And if you can bring your employer, if you if you've got the spoons to do it, do it. Mhm and i'll help i'll babysit i don't know if that's what helps but
0: <laughs> there's a lot of things so you can you can also go to the break time for nursing mothers webpage which get, can give you some more information and guidance on that um the office of women's health hosts a supporting nursing moms at work website which gives examples like that's a resource if you're if your boss is like look at i don't know how to make this work for you then give them the tools websites like supporting supporting nursing mothers at work or supporting nursing moms at work um that will help them to figure out how to make their place more pump friendly and that is you know if they're trying to get out of it then give them lots of ways to not get out of it if it's you know if you can if you're comfortable doing that um, a better balance and center for le- work life law are nonprofit organizations that host free and confidential legal helplines where an employee can get answers to their questions. So there's lots of ways that you can kind of like get information without having to pay for it. Um, they will, you know, they'll help you with this stuff and the Department of Labor. They're the Department of Wage and Hourly Division. Um, they have a toll free number and we can put this stuff in the, um, in the show notes too. There's a toll-free number or you can go online and, you know, kind of get information that way. It is illegal for an employer to fire or discriminate against an employee that is filing a complaint. And you probably can do this anonymously too, or at least get information anonymously to kind of like, you know, if you're a little bit obviously if you're the only one pumping, they're gonna know who it yeah. is.
1: I mean, <laughs> they're gonna yeah.
0: Yeah. But even if you just want the information, if you just are like, look, I'm not sure what to do, um, mm-hmm. they can maybe help you kind of figure mm-hmm. it out a little bit. But it's it really puts people I can't imagine. I can't imagine being in a place where you really you need to work, you need to have this job, they're not supporting you, and you also need to feed your child. Like how stressful that. Like I just want to cry for those people. It just This is why it's like terrible. if if we're not gonna have a good maternity leave in this country, then we at least need to give parents the tools to be able to leave work for their children. And this is not
1: hard. It is not hard to let it's somebody so go and pump hard. for twenty minutes. It's so it's not not hard. I mean, they're doing it. I mean, people are, you got to give people breaks anyway. That's what I, you, you yeah, know, that's what I don't, don't understand. Wanna do, which they don't want to do. Well, we, There was a big fight for that too. You know, there was a big fight for the 40 hour work week. There was a big <sighs> fight for all of these things that we consider like, I mean, I don't know. I feel, I feel like the 40 hour work week is pretty barbaric, but like <laughs> we fought for that. We fought right. to only work 40 hours a week. Yeah. Um,
0: and you're supposed to get a certain amount of breaks a day yeah In an eight hour work day anyway,
1: right so and I don't know anybody who would complain. I mean, I would just i mean, if it were me, I guess I'm not in this situation, so I don't know, but I would just that's what I would do. I'd be like, okay, well, I'll just pump on my break
0: right, and that's I yeah. think that's pretty much what most people su- do
1: uh, yeah, yeah and still I don't know if you're still getting back to, yeah, yeah, I know I don't know if you're supposed to have separate breaks. No, like if you, you don't have to I don't know. Yeah. Then then yeah, I don't know. Like your person's on a break anyway.
0: Right. But if you work
1: with a bunch of assholes, if you're yeah, like, okay, exactly. I'm on my break,
0: I'm gonna go pump, and they're like talking mm-hmm. about you and you can hear them right. through the wall.
1: Ugh. Like, come That's on. So, I mean, pumping is like yeah, it's so like um you're so vulnerable anyway, right? Because you got your boobs mm-hmm. out, they're in a machine, you're like plugged into the wall. And then it's like you got to be scared that somebody's going to walk into the room, even though you're not supposed to be, you know, you're you're worried about that. And you're trying to you're trying to relax to have a letdown. (laughs) And then you can hear people. Oh, God.
0: And I know like nurses have the time don't even get breaks, you know, like you get nurses and then somebody who's got to watch your patients and you don't want to ask people to do this stuff for you. But it's like just this is important, too. You're an important part of your workforce. And I think that's like, we don't understand how valued, or, or of course, workforce doesn't make us feel very valued either, no, but I mean, you are so a valuable part of your core. Oh, it's just so much, so much. So this has been put into place for us. It, like in closing, obviously, this is been put into place. <laughs> this is now a law. The only way this is going to be a law, a real law, is if we make them follow it. So... We're going to give you these tools. Hopefully, this is going to be helpful to anybody that's, I mean, one in four women don't have this ability right now. Mm -hmm. Hopefully, a couple of you are listening and you'll, you know, you know that this has been put into place for you. So, hopefully, this is going to help. I mean, and it's obviously if you're working in a place now that doesn't offer it, they're not all of a sudden going to pop it into place. You might have to say something. So, I have to yeah. be like, hey, look, now yeah, there's, there's a new an law and I get a room plan. now. Like, mm-hmm. I get a room now. So how are we going to make this work? How are yeah, we going to do this? And
1: likely, it's probably, it's probably, if you if you feel like you need to bring this new law to your employer's attention, then that probably means that you're having problems. Yeah. Um, And, you know, that's going to be quite a conversation.
0: And we're not... Passing judgment if you decide, look, it's not worth it for, to me. I'm just going to stop pumping. We get that too.
1: Yeah, yeah, we get I mean, that. That's too. what I would do. I already said that. That's what I would yeah. do. I'm not saying <sighs> you should, but like you know, I completely understand that if you know, I don't know if it's just too hard, if it's just whatever. Like my like I was talking about my friend here in the beginning. Is like she was told all these things, and you know, like. She got a lawyer and the lawyer was like, don't talk about it. And she was like, I don't even care anymore. She's like, I don't care. (laughs) I don't, you know, they always say that I do not talk about it right now. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And she's like, I don't care. I don't care anymore. She's like, I just feel like it doesn't matter. Like if she gets fired, if she, whatever, she's like, I don't care. I'm just going to make a lot of noise right now.
0: Good. Good for her. Yeah. Hopefully she's covered by a union or something that can't fire her.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. Right. That's true. Yeah. They'll just make our life miserable, which, what they're, which right. is what which, they're doing. Which is what they're doing anyway. So that's why she's like, "I'm just gonna." Good for her. All so right. Good luck. Well, thanks for listening. Yeah. Thank
0: you. Good luck. Let us know if we can support you anyway, anyhow, any in any way, shape, or form. And um, thanks for listening.
1: Bye. Bye.